Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pen to Profit podcast. This is the podcast where we add a little spice to your writing life. I'm your host, Ray Evans, here to guide you through the art of writing. And today, in honor of St. Valentine's Day, we're talking about writing intimate scenes with the finesse of Shakespeare serenading a lover under a balcony. So grab your quills, my author friends, as we explore the craft of turning up the heat in your narrative without burning the house down. Welcome to the Pin to Profit Podcast. We cover everything from writing captivating prose to grammar to marketing tips, tricks, and insider advice to turn your passion for writing into cold, hard cash. Get ready to skyrocket your book sales and your audience with our guidance. Buckle up because you're going on a rollicking ride through the realm of writing riches because the Pin to Profit Podcast starts now. Welcome back to the Pen to Profit podcast, Fiction Writing Tips, where today we're stirring the pot of passion with a spoonful of subtlety. I'm your host, Ray Evans, ready to walk you through the art of setting the scene for intimacy in your narratives. Setting the scene for intimacy. Picture this. You're reading a romance novel, and our protagonists are about to share an intimate moment. The setting? It's not just a backdrop. It's a character in its own right. It's the difference between a candlelit dinner in a cozy room and a hurried conversation in a bustling airport. The setting sets the stage for intimacy. Let's take a classic example. Think of Elizabeth and Darcy in Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. Their most intimate moments aren't just about the dialogue. It's Pemberley's grandeur, the soft patter of rain, the secluded groves that echo with unspoken tensions. The setting encapsulates the mood. It breathes life into the scene. Using environment and ambiance. The key is to use the environment to reflect the emotions of your characters. In Wuthering Heights, the moors aren't just a setting. They are a tempestuous mirror to Kathy and Heathcliff's turbulent relationship. Use the crackle of a fireplace, the tranquility of a secluded beach, or the intimacy of a hidden garden to heighten the emotional connection. Balancing detail and imagination. Now, this is crucial. While detail is important, there's a fine line. You want to paint a picture, but leave enough blank spaces for the readers to fill with their imagination. It's like Daphne du Maurier's Rebecca. The haunting Mandalay is a detailed setting, but it leaves shadows in which readers' imaginations can play. Imagine you're writing a scene where two characters share a quiet moment. Describe the low light of the room, the soft music in the background, but don't dictate every sensation. Allow readers to feel the character's nervous excitement, the unspoken desire, Use the setting to create a canvas and let the readers paint some strokes. And there you have it. The brush and palette for painting intimate settings in your narrative tapestry. Remember, the setting isn't just where your story happens. It's the mood music that plays softly in the background of your character's dance of intimacy. Don't forget to subscribe for more insights here on Pen to Profit. Okay, so now... We've set the scene, and now it's time to delve into the heart 
of the matter, building that crucial emotional connection between characters. Picture Mr. Darcy's smoldering looks at Elizabeth Bennet. Writing intimate scenes is like choreographing a dance. Every move, every breath, every pause plays a part. The key is subtlety. In Outlander, Diana Gabaldon masterfully uses the anticipation and the emotional depth leading up to the intimate moments, making them about more than just physical actions. Balancing detail and implication. Now, this is where many stumble. How much is too much? Think Jane Austen. Her romance scenes are a masterclass in restraint. It's the brush of a hand, the meeting of eyes. Your goal is to suggest more than show, to leave some things in the shadows where the reader's imagination can take the lead. The most memorable intimate scenes are those that engage the senses and emotions. In The Time Traveler's Wife by Audrey Niffenegger, it's the feeling of longing, the taste of a kiss, the sound of a whisper. Describe the shiver down the spine, the warmth of a touch, the depth in someone's eyes. It's about creating an experience that transcends the page. If you're writing your first intimate scene, start with the emotions. How do your characters feel about each other at this moment? What's going through their minds? Then weave in sensory details, the smell of rain through an open window, the softness of a touch, the intensity in a gaze. Let the scene unfold like a flower, naturally and gracefully. Now you know how to write the scene, so let's talk diction. See what I did there? Hey, never mind. Let's keep this podcast clean, folks. Diction, that is, language or word choice, in a love scene is like seasoning in a dish. The right amount can create a masterpiece, but too much can spoil the entire experience. Let's explore how to season our prose just right. Choosing the right words. The key here is subtlety and authenticity. Avoid cliches like the plague. Get it? They can make your scene feel as stale as day-old bread. In The English Patient by Michael Ondaatje, the language is poetic, evocative, and real. The words chosen resonate with the character's profound emotional and physical connection without falling into the trap of purple prose. The impact of diction and rhythm. Your choice of words and the flow of your sentences, rhythm, set the tone. In Pride and Prejudice, Austin's diction is elegant, her rhythm measured, the romantic tension is palpable, yet it's conveyed with restraint and respect. Aim for a rhythm that mirrors the heartbeat of your scene, sometimes racing, sometimes serene, but always alive with emotion. There's a fine line between romance, sensuality, and vulgarity. The difference lies in how you describe the scene. Romance is about the emotional connection, sensuality, about the physical and emotional experience, and vulgarity, well, that's when the physical overshadows everything else. In Wuthering Heights, Emily Bronte masterfully navigates this spectrum, delivering passion and longing in a way that's intensely powerful, yet never crosses into vulgarity. If you're approaching your first intimate scene, imagine writing a scene where touch is conveyed through the description of the character's reactions rather than the physical act itself. Describe the quickening pulse, the catch in the breath, the warmth flooding through the characters. 
Let the readers feel the electricity without spelling out every detail. Consent and sensitivity. When writing scenes of intimacy, the portrayal of consent isn't just important, it's crucial. It's the foundation on which trust and mutual respect between characters and between writer and reader is built. Depicting consent and communication. Consent in literature is like the safety net that allows the trapeze artist to soar. It's about ensuring that both parties in your narrative are on the same page. Consider Jane Austen's works, where even the subtlest gestures speak volumes about mutual understanding and agreement. It's not just about saying yes or no. It's about the characters respecting each other's boundaries and emotions. Handling intimate scenes with sensitivity. Writing these scenes requires a balance. It's like walking a tightrope of emotion and respect. Your goal is to convey the depth of the moment without overstepping boundaries. In Atonement by Ian McEwan, the intimate scene between Cecilia and Robbie is handled with such delicacy that it becomes a pivotal, character-defining moment rather than simply a physical interaction. Every scene in your book should serve the story, including intimate ones. They're not just there for shock value or to spice things up. They should advance the plot or deepen our understanding of your characters. In The Fault in Our Stars by John Green, the tender moment between Hazel and Augustus is about much more than physical intimacy. It's a profound expression of their love and acceptance in the face of life's fragility. In this part of our journey, we're exploring how intimate scenes fit into different genres, from the blushes of romance to the shadows of fantasy. So let's take a stroll through this varied terrain of storytelling. Every genre is a different country with its own customs, especially when it comes to writing intimate scenes. What flies in a steamy romance might be out of place in a high fantasy epic. Tailoring scenes to genres. In romance, such as in Nicholas Sparks' The Notebook, intimacy is often the heart of the story. The scenes are detailed, focusing on emotional and physical connection. Compare this to fantasy, where in J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings, relationships are more about implied affection and subtle gestures. The genre dictates how much you reveal and how deep you dive into intimate moments. For a contrast, consider Outlander. By Diana Gabaldon, a historical fiction with a strong romantic subplot. The intimate scenes here are not just about the characters, but also reflect the time period, complete with its norms and nuances. It's a balancing act between historical accuracy and modern sensibilities, audience expectations and intimacy levels. Your audience's expectations are the compass that guides the intimacy level. In young adult fiction like John Green's The Fault in Our Stars, the portrayal of intimacy is tender focusing more on the emotional aspect, whereas E.L. James' Fifty Shades of Grey, aimed at an adult audience, is more explicit in its descriptions. If you're writing a fantasy novel, you might weave an intimate scene that aligns with your world's culture and character development. Think of George R.R. R. Martin's A Game of Thrones, where intimate scenes serve both character development and plot, often with political or emotional undercurrents. 
And now our final segment today, editing and feedback. Picture this, you've written an intimate scene that feels right to you. But like a diamond pulled from the earth, it needs cutting and polishing. This is where editing and feedback come into play. Tips for self-editing intimate scenes. First, revisit your scene after stepping away for a bit. Fresh eyes can offer new perspectives. Focus on balance. Is the emotion as potent as the physical description? Think of E.M. Forster's A Room with a View. The intimate moments are subtle yet powerful. More about what's unsaid than said. Check for cliches. Your scene should feel unique to your characters, not a cookie-cutter copy from every romance novel. Now, let's talk about your support crew, beta and sensitivity readers. They are your test audience, offering insights into how your scene may be received. For instance, a beta reader might point out if the scene feels forced or out of character. Imagine you've written a scene where the characters share a vulnerable moment. A beta reader might suggest heightening the emotional aspect or perhaps toning down the physicality to better suit the character's journey. Use this feedback to rework the scene, enhancing the emotional depth while staying true to your narrative voice. A sensitivity reader, especially important for scenes touching on delicate topics, can ensure that your writing is respectful and considerate. Now, receiving feedback can be as nerve-wracking as sending a love letter. Not all criticism is easy to hear, but it's invaluable. Perhaps a reader felt the scene was too graphic or not explicit enough. Maybe the emotional connection didn't shine through. Listen, process, and decide what resonates with your vision for the story. Remember, feedback is not about changing your story's soul. It's about making it the best version of itself. As we wrap up today's episode, remember that writing, like love, is a dance, sometimes slow and tender, other times a whirl of excitement. If you found this episode enlightening, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes. I'm Ray Evans, and until next time, keep writing, keep refining, and keep reaching for the hearts of your readers. Thanks for tuning in to the Pin to Profit Podcast. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us today, swing by iTunes or your podcast app of choice and leave a rating and write a review. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get more of this grammar goulash delivered piping hot to your ear holes every week. And if you're looking for more tips, tricks, and free trainings that aren't available anywhere else, click the link in the show notes to join the Author Success Hub Facebook group. It's one part mastermind group and one part creative writing workshop. Except you can attend in your pajamas without judgment. Plus, you'll be mixing it up with fellow authors who are all about that writing and profiting life. Until next time, keep putting pen to paper and turning those pages to profit. Ciao.